TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Whenever I reflected and looked back to those games, like I still would say confidently, confidently to this day, they weren't the better team. You know what I mean? Like, I was, Golden State was not a better team. Yeah, I, was, I would say that confidently. I would say they were a more disciplined team. I would say that without a doubt. Like, their discipline and also their, I guess their, what you say, their um, history of yeah. being in the finals. Championship like, pedigree. Championship pedigree, you say, that was real. Yeah. And I feel like at times, like, when you go back and watch the film, like, we were had commanding, like, either leads or had opportunities. We went on runs, and next thing you know, we just, like, turned it over three times because we missed three shots. Second hour, second hour of late night, WEEI. It's KJ. That's Grant Williams sounding like an orange train going over the Mystic River. Are you kidding? Are you absolutely kidding? Grant Williams, I'm going to say this for a second. And call it what you will, whatever. I, I, I just speak my mind. That's just me. I hear these athletes, they talk about this new media. Why did you just call it what it is? Crap media. It's it's crap that. Grant Williams is on the Duncan Robinson podcast. Oh, my God. Let me call my family. Tell them to stop what they're doing. I would rather watch basket weaving competition, competitive, than hear that. And, and, this is what, and this is what's happening. You have someone like Grant Williams who is serviceable but not enjoyable, not newsworthy, not recognizable outside of the NBA on a podcast with a guy who – Pretty much sat the bench. Like, this is absolutely mind-blowing. I can teach these guys if they really want to make it interesting. I can show them how to make it interesting. But it's not interesting. Nobody's going to listen. This will be the greatest day in the history of Duncan Robinson's podcast, and then it's just going to go downhill. Like an orange line train coming into an assembly station. I'm trying to tell you, look. When you hear these players trying to bite back towards the media because here in sports talk and in talk, uh, we tend to talk about their performances and so forth and everything, and their defense is, well, you don't play the game. And I would say, neither did your owner. <laughs> and I don't. You, I bet you don't go to him talking about how he should diversify his, his portfolio because he'll show you how to diversify his. Trade that ass. So play your part. Play your position. It's funny, I'm, I'm watching ESPN earlier today, and Jay Williams is going on about football, and Bart Scott's got this look on his face like, oh, really, dude? So now you're Mr. Football Guy? I was just loving it. Because for me, it's like, they don't have personalities. Kendrick Perkins, great. He realizes his personality. He throws it out there. His life, Think about it. The two most person- 
personable, enjoyable personalities in sports television right now have grammar of a dog with a bone in their mouth. Charles Barkley and Kendrick Perkins. They're enjoyable because they speak their mind. But when you're Grant Williams and saying, hey, I know unequivocally, despite losing three straight to the Golden State Warriors, we were the better team. And uh, no. Now, this is the same Grant Williams that had eight personal fouls and five rebounds in the last three games of that series. And you're the one, you're the one that's saying clearly they were better. Bro, I've never seen a stat where a person has had more personal fouls over three games than they did as a rebounder. Draymond Green at one point in the finals had more fouls than points. That's fine. He's not there to score points. I'm not even bringing up that. Yeah, I'm not looking for Grant Williams to give us 10 a game. I'm not looking for him to the Celtics 10 a game. That's not his job. But rebound and defend, right? That's that's on the defensive side. You've got eight personal fouls, one in the last game, three in the game before, four in the game before that. Rebounds, you had one in the last game, three in the game before that, one in the game before that. And you're going to talk about the Warriors not being the better team and you will take it to this day? This is why... Some of these cats who were talking, and I get it, anybody has the right to talk, but I see, I smell, I smell the game, right? You're trying to set up for what's next. Like you, you, you know that playing isn't going to be forever, so you're trying to find that angle of what's next. I got a camera, I got a computer, I can buy a microphone, <sighs> I got some kid to edit my podcast, I can do that. And then when you start talking, it's like talking out the side of your neck. You know, Draymond is probably thinking, like, God bless Draymond. He's in, he's in, yeah, he's beholden to Colin Cowherd. You know, he's under his podcast thing or whatever. And I get that. You're trying to develop a network. But you're really trying to ask a guy who's got Nickelodeon skills to suddenly become CNN. Unless you make the news funny and you add slime to it, then yeah. But come on. And it makes it worse for Grant Williams. Because, bro, you were one of the clear missing disappearing acts in the entire finals and it's you <laughs> you who's calling out the warriors here's steph curry's response to that at the SB's last night speaking of the celtics grant williams i see you in the building it's great to see you again my man hey uh i know you like this color i'll let you borrow it after i'm done but uh, i might even let you wear a ring yeah you might We'll see. We'll see. See, there's a better line there. See, again, you can see where the writers are there. (laughs) Okay, I give it like a four out of a ten there. Steph delivered it pretty good considering. But here is the line. Hey, Grant Williams, good to see you considering I didn't see in the last three games of the finals. How are you going to have more fouls than rebounds? The only thing you had was minutes. Field goal, one for two, one for two, one for two. Come on, man. As The Rock best said it, know your role and shut your damn mouth. I might even let you wear a ring. Yeah, I give that line maybe a a five out of ten. You know, that's, I mean, it's enjoyable to those who have kind of like a basic humor kit, you know, like a pre-cake humor kit if you really want to go low. 
you'd be like, yeah, man, you had more fouls. <laughs> Grant Williams, good to see you. Oh, I guess you got to sit back down because you, you're in foul trouble again. <laughs> Here's my question. Why was Grant Williams at the ESPYs in the first place? Like, I don't get that. You could have had Tatum or Brown, but Grant Williams? Well, because here, here's, here's what's going on. There are guys who know that they they won't be stars on the court. So how can they go kind of the Pat McAfee? And here's what's dangerous is Dave Chappelle said something very interesting in his latest Netflix stand-up. And it's not a stand-up. He goes to his old high school. They're going to rename the high school for him. I don't want to give away what, what happens in the end if you haven't seen it. But he says, if you go after the art because of the money, then you'll never be an artist. So these guys who play basketball are artists. I think Here's the thing. Grant Williams is better than 99% of the people who play basketball in the world, right? But inside of that sphere, he's not going to be a superstar. Well, some of them feel like, well, hey, I can go the Pat McAfee route. Well, Pat McAfee has a natural frat boy funniness to him. It kind of works for him. But keep in mind, he's a punter. He, you know what I mean? Like, he was a punter. He saw things in a different way. Punters can be a bit eccentric. They have the little things. They always eat the, eat the corner of the sandwiches. They're quirky people. They already have, watch the word, a personality. A lot of athletes don't have personalities. If they do, those are the ones you're going to see in commercials. Magic Johnson's smile. Or birds kind of like, you know, deadly, matter-of-fact candidness. Kind of a personality. I didn't hear a personality out of Grant Williams. I just heard like, and and I hate this word. I I, I might be that. I might be the the uh, the doll guy, the guy in Chicago who burned up the disco records. I feel like I want to do that with the word take. In this genre, take it's a take. No, it's a thought, or is it? Right, Grant Williams was going for the take, bad humor, unfunny, leading to a semi under funny, somewhat funny line from Steph Curry. Do, do I want to, it's like seeing Steph Curry trying to post up Joel Embiid. <laughs> he wouldn't, why would you do that? I might even let you wear a ring. Yeah. Might. yeah. That's still a, like a five out of 10 line right there. And again, you know, they asked Steph to host it. Sure. Why not? Steph is a very affable guy. I, you know, I've known him since he was a kid. His father, Dell, was in Charlotte, and I was working there as well. So there's there's always going to be a piece of me that's going to be rooting for the Curry brothers. It's just especially Seth, because Seth, Seth, you know, it took him a little longer to figure it out. But my God, Grant Williams, it was a bad thought. It was an attempt at a take, because and 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 I blame some of the media that receives it because they need content. Like, oh my God, did you hear what Grant Williams said? I'd be like, who? Ulysses S. Grant? He's dead, isn't he? Grant Grant Williams' soundbite is relevant on the Duncan Robinson podcast? Huh? Do what? Here's a question. How would it be different if it was Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown saying that thing? On because the exact same because they got brands next to it. You know, like Jason Tatum could sit. Let's say, let's say Jason Tatum was let's say Jason Tatum was having this conversation, say, about uh, let's just uh, who who lost. Let's say Kyrie said something about Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum said, "Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and just sit back and eat my 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 St. Louis barbecue chips with my face on them while you're at home trying to figure out what you need to put a swab up your nose or not." 
See, that's cutting. That's true. You know what I mean? That's why I say with Kevin Durant, why do you even go back and forth with these free yahoos on social media? Just take a screenshot of money on the bed and be like, I was going to say something to you, but then I realized I could smack you with this picture and take your girl. You've got to be cutting with this. You gotta be that people that people have tried to come at me on social media here. I had to tell one guy, yeah, I could tell how old your ass is. So yeah. Duncan Robinson and Grant Williams had a conversation, and my question is yes, the tree makes a sound when it falls in the woods. Oh my God. You know, this you don't hear any other Celtics talking. Right? Because I'm thinking, this is just my thought. They're thinking about how they had a chance. After one game in that series, they had a chance to win it. After three games, they had a chance to win it. I would be in the I would be in the gym with Rocky and Apollo Creed and Rocky Three. Hire <laughs> the tire, Rock. And that's what you need. I, I don't I don't need my guy who had more fouls than he had rebounds in the last three games. All L's talking about. Well, you know I. I, I I clearly know we were better. No, you weren't better. You were you were disappeared act. You were Tony Morrison book. So, as I will say for the last time, or at least this week, some of these athletes stick to the gift that God has given you, and that is the game. If you have thoughts, use them for something positive, not comedy, not irony. Not WWE-esque type drama. I mean, your scripts are bad. But Grant Williams got his day in the sun. Like, I still will say confidently. Confidently to the day. Kill it. Good. good. I could say confidently that you had more fouls in the last three games in the finals than you had rebounds total. It's KJ Late Night, WEEI, 617-779-7937. The text line, 37937. Red Sox crank it up tomorrow, or or do they get cranked? That's next. Right now, it's time to train with Joe. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported. 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
late night. W-E-E-I, it's KJ. Thank you so much for stopping through. Remember, you can hear W-E-E-I anytime on your Alexa device. Just say, hey, Alexa, play W-E-E-I 93.7. It'll bring you right here. The convenience inside of your home. Because, I mean, I don't know who has a component stereo system in their house anymore. You know, the tall wood speakers, you know. Bro, help me carry these in, man. God, I'm at a concert, man. Yeah, thanks for being here. It's a quirky little show here. But it's all me. I feel liberated. And I bet you that Raphael Devers will be feeling pretty liberated pretty soon as well. So, of course, everything talked that's being discussed is how Devers doesn't have a deal. It looks like Xander is not going to be here. He said he's willing to negotiate now, and that's not really going to happen. In fact, you might say Xander might be a trade piece now and let another team figure out if they can work a deal with him since it's not been done so far. Plus, you got Trevor Story here, and you know he's a shortstop, and you're thinking he'll turn things around, and you can move him over. Even if you play Jeter Downs at second as as part of the, the kind of the immediate future to see what happens, that can take care of itself. Raphael Devers, not so much. So, of course, everybody's talked about the low ball offer that came out that the comp that the Red Sox used was to Matt Olson. I was like, wait a minute. I know what they're doing. I think the Red Sox are planning for Raffi to not be the third baseman anymore and want to negotiate on a first baseman's contract. And then move him to first base. (laughs) If that's the case, like, hey, you know what? In three years, I'm going to be a pitcher. I I may be a shortstop right now, but in three years, I'll be a pitcher. So pay me the pitcher's money now. Uh, No. You got to catch them where they are now. If you move them later, that's something different. And that's where the 168 and the Matt Olson comp comes in. Because if you look at the AAV for first baseman in the league, Starts with Freddie Freeman at 162 at 27 AAV, 27 million. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt's 26 AAV and his numbers 130 total. Joey Votto's coming towards the end of his massive deal, and his is 22.5 a year. Matt Olson 21 a year. So literally, the Red Sox are probably thinking, "Yeah, we'll give you like 10 years, 200 million, which would make him like a top four, top six first baseman." Well, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute. Rafi plays third. What, what about, what are, what, are the, what What does it look like for third baseman? In, 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 how do they get paid? Oh, it's a bit different now. See, number one is Anthony Rondon with the Angels. 35 million AAV. Nolan Arenado with the Cardinals, 32.5. Manny Machado, 30 million. Then you have a huge drop-off with Josh Donaldson at 23, who had like a, kind of got like a little bit of an extension. He's 30, he'll be 35 next year. Oh, so now that's where the metal, if we just, because sometimes they say, well, a corner infielder. What What is the market for a corner infielder? What it feels like the Red Sox are doing is, I, I've moved probably eight times across the country. And when a company's paying for the movie, they tell you, like, get three. uh, You might even do this when you're moving. If a company moves you, right? Like, get three offers for moving companies. You always know the company is never going to take the highest one. So true story. And, Joe, you may get a kick out of this. So after the first time I worked here in Boston about 20 years ago, I then moved to Kansas City and did the same thing, get the three values. 
So like a major company you heard of, it was like 3,200. Their competitor was like 2,900. And then a third one was going to do it for $1,200. I was like, oh, gosh. Do I go get another one that gives me a higher so to get the averages up? Or do I just say, or, or do they say, oh, no, well, if you found one for $1,200, let us go with that one. It took them seven weeks to get my stuff to me. It was crazy. It got there all in one piece. But I was like, what kind of logistics has it stop in Chicago and then end up in Utah just to come back to Kansas City? I mean, I, I'm i not like Wiggy when it comes to state maps and stuff like that, but damn it, I know Utah has gone past where I am. And that's what the Red Sox are doing. They're sneaking in that first baseman's value with these other comps and say, well, you know, Rafi, we, I don't, $25 million? No. You can make an argument that Rafael Devers, at 25 years old, and Anthony Rendon at 29, that the value is with Devers. If Rendon wanted to tie up his con- tear up his contract right now and say, hey, I want a 10-year deal, they're not going to say, we're stretching you out until you're 39. That's not happening. Even Giancarlo, good for him having a resurgence, even though he's a Yankee. But my goodness, he has a very valuable contract towards the end of it, like 29 in the last year, which is a very good number now. But like five years ago, you're like, oh my gosh, this guy's got 30 million at the end of it. Now that's nothing. But here you have a guy who's 25 years old, who, let's just call it what it is. He's the face of this franchise. And if he doesn't stay here, if he goes to the Yankees, you know they always say that people are reincarnated in other bodies. It's just that Raphael Devers didn't pitch. And there was no Broadway play that was going under the cell of player for it. Figure it out. It's an intelligent show sometimes. Yeah, there's no number 11 right now for the Yankees. Brett Gardner does not matter that much to the franchise. Yeah, you're not here, and guess what? Who's going to have your number for the next 10 years? If the Red Sox don't get it together. Because here's what I don't understand. And I've been called dumb, and it's even showed up on some of my schoolwork. But if your whole argument is, let's build the farm system, let's build the farm system. If the farm system produces, do you not reward them? Or you're going to say, we're going to get rid of you, and we're going to get bigger stars. Now, Now, here's the thing. You've done that before in the past. And then it didn't necessarily work. Your Carl Crawfords, your Pandas, even David Price was kind of a rocky road a little bit. But he performed at the very last minute. The 11th hour, David Price came through. It was worth it. But you have guys right here. And even to the point where I understand where if you need some type of bargaining chip to get good futuristic pitching because you know the Chris Sale deal has eaten you alive. You almost feel like that if Chris Sale goes back out there on the mound again this year, they're going to have to put a batting cage in front of him. <laughs> the pitch one of those pitching cages, you know, where he protects the, the. Can can he come out here with a helmet on and can you put him behind one of those nets? Give him one of those high rise things, you know, like you had at the All Star game. They need to grow pitching from within, and if Xander Bogarts can get that for you in a deal where you have some good pitching, a couple of good pitching prospects that can get to the team in a couple of years, then you'll be able to piecemeal a staff. But you need to keep a signature bat, and that's Devers, all day. 
because he's going to be someone else's signature bat. And what do you replace him with? You know, even people talking about like, well, you know, maybe Josh Bell, you know, get him at first and everything. Well, you, you think Josh Bell doesn't see what goes on here? I mean, granted, he's got a favorable number right now, but that's a pit. That's that was Pittsburgh money, baby. <laughs> he's not doing that again next year. If you don't think that Josh Bell's not going to turn around and say, hey, wait a minute, I really am a first baseman and I can produce, I should probably get valued somewhere around 168. (laughs) There we go all over again. I should be getting Matt Olson money. But I, I, I just don't understand how this organization, the Red Sox, knowing that its fan base is always going to be, and I think that's the tough part, is sometimes when you know that someone's always going to be there, do you always really give the best effort? You know, I love my wife dearly, but she could probably tell you, man, our dating before we got married was off the hook. Once you mix a child in there and work and day to day and school and everything, you really appreciate the Friday dinner where you can get it. Like, hey, how you doing? How are you doing? You know, when you were dating, you're like, all I do is think about you. <laughs> now it's like, we have time for each other. The Red Sox should always have time and how it handles putting the product out on the field should always be a courting process. I've sat here and said, like, look, this is the first love in, in, in the biggest sports town in America. And keep, keep in mind, it, it it superseded, you know, academia, academia people around here are mad. Yeah. Oh, and. In academia. Now it's like, go Bruins, go Salks, go Patriots, go Seas. Yeah, the academia is taking a little bit of backseat. So in the biggest sports city in the world, you're not going to take care of your historic franchise that everybody learned to love first? 1-1-A, depending on your age. I know there are a lot of things that are developing around the ballpark, and, and that's where baseball is going, and that's something you have to accept. It's just something you have to go, it's just something you have to roll with. That there are going to be people who are going to only come to the game because, look, they've got really good lighting at Fenway. I could get a great selfie, and put myself on uh, TikTok. I was about to call it something else, but you know, I'm not going to call it what it, what it really is. <laughs> Invasion of privacy. But... People, it's a different generation where it's like, what what's going on in the field? It doesn't matter. And this is where management may be a little bit smart. Like, does the futuristic consumer really care who, who's out there playing? They just know they're at Fenway. They know the Red Sox are playing. You remember the last time the Yankees were there and people were saying, this is the one of the first times I can remember so many Yankee fans being here. And that's twofold. One, college is out in their summer session. And two, some of the people who are pulling for the fan base, who are part of the fan base now, is just kind of like, this is a cool place to have some truly beers. Go hang out afterwards. There might be a show at this new pavilion they're building over here around the corner. But when it comes to baseball, what we talk about, what we have a passion for, which always going to handle when the, when the rest of the league and a lot of people out oh, baseball, I can't watch it. It's so boring here. No, no, this is the deal. Some people laugh at me when I say, look, if you don't think that if, 
of the House of Baseball that the Red Sox are not one of those pillars, you need to be drug tested tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. in the office. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Let's go to Kyle in Rhode Island, and you think that Devers and Bogart should be kept. Yeah. What's going on, man? I think that as long as you – if you keep them and we and we didn't win, we don't win, at least it was our guys. Yeah. And at least you tried. It's like that's it. And I love baseball. A lot of kids love baseball around – like I'm 27, I'm young, but – no one's going to keep watching if you get rid of the guys that the people that don't hardly know. No. Yeah. And I totally you think about things like you think about things like Tom Brady taking less money, taking less money to make the team better. You know why he did that? Because he, because he can make the team better. Like that doesn't make any sense for people like the Red Sox. You can like pay these guys, give them some money and let's see how it goes. Like Patriots didn't win for years when Brady was taking less money. Like, yeah, thanks. Grew up Kyle. watching them. They didn't Kyle. win. Yeah, Kyle. Thanks yep. for the call. Yeah, I, I I see what you're saying with Brady, but always remember that Brady wasn't a first round pick, so there's no big agent, there's no big representation. You know, so for him, the money didn't come right away. So it, I had mentioned earlier, like if you love the craft, the money will get you. But if you're after the money, and and here's the and here, here's the thing. It would be one thing if nothing had been won yet, right? Like, people kind of swallowed that pill that Mookie was gone. And for me, it was kind of like, oh, gosh, as soon as as he leaves, he wins a World Series. Like, did you ever think there was a day where you could go to a sporting goods store and both Brady and Mookie Betts apparel would be marked down? Think about that. (laughs) Brady gear and Mookie Betts gear marked down because those guys aren't here. those are a couple of guys who I believe they love the games that they play. I believe the same thing with Raphael Devers and the same thing with Xander Bogarts. I think it'll be a tougher sell for Bogarts because he is a bit older. I'm just going with the whole Devers situation. It's a perfect storm. If Devers was like 27, 28 and had given you all this so far and now was asking for a 10-year deal, you could argue, I can't see a 10-year deal. But now you're talking about a guy who'll be 35, 36 years old at the end of a 10-year deal. I mean, God, Freddie Freeman is 32. And think about how much more Devers can do now in the in, in the next eight years, seven years. You're, you're talking about potentially a Hall of Fame player. But I think that only happens when it's consistent. I don't buy the whole thing is once you give them all this money, then suddenly become a different player or the team can't do it. No, you, you're the Red Sox. If you've grown them here, you build around them. And if you've got to spend a little bit more to support them, then there'll be more numbers in the circles that go up. Joe, have I ever shown you the picture? My mother has this amazing talent that we kind of have to kind of keep it under wraps because I, I don't know how I can say it is because there's no way to get out of here, but my mom is an incredible crocheter and she crocheted me uh a blanket that's the Red Sox logo with all the numbers sewn, the retired numbers at the bottom in baseballs. Oh, that's amazing. That is amazing. It's even got the 42, the Jackie Robinson 42. So everything's current. It's even got Big Poppy on there. That's how much I love the Red Sox, okay? My mom 
crochet it, but she's done all these. She could do any any team you need. She does. We just was like, Ma, you can't. I mean, you'd be Betsy Ross here. You can't make an American flag for every place that wants to fly an American flag. You pretty much have to give one to George and then let him rock with it, you know. But yeah, to take that time and effort, you know, I call it the, the my lucky blanket. I pulled it out a little bit last year. I slept under it last night, maybe thinking it'll rub off and some good luck for him tomorrow night. At some point, I have to share the picture on Twitter at KJ Carson. I will. I probably should do that before I get out of here, right? So that way, it's current. And I'll share it with you as well. But look, if so many teams are are complaining that, hey, you have these big high-priced free agents that don't come in and do anything, well, what about the ones that haven't been high-priced and they've done everything you've needed and it's now time for that check to come to roost? I mean, you wouldn't wouldn't go to your financial advisor and say, nah, I don't want to cash out because I bought it less than a penny and it's now $45,000 a share. I'm going to wait until it gets to 46000 a share. I need that number to come down a little before I can't. No. No. If it has produced the fruit that you have planted it to do, keep it. Keep it. Yeah, I would want to keep Xander Bogarts as well. I would love to see him there. But if I'm going to be a realist and and just what what may come down, you'd say, hey, look, Maybe J.D. Martinez is a is a tradable piece, but that's someone who's going to want him now, right? J.D. Martinez, is, they're probably getting phone calls about J.D. Martinez, and, they're, and, and teams are probably trying to fish around like, look, if we put together a real good offer for some top pitching prospects, and we believe that Xander Bogarts can help us win now or get us on the track to winning either now, compete high, or into next year, it's just something you have to consider because you have Trevor Story, right? If you didn't do the Trevor Story deal... You know, I, like I think the thing that no one's talking about is is Mayer's or surgery on on his right wrist, um, batting left handed. That's that's where you carry the weight of the bat. So if, you hope everything works out. But you know, I can always tell you the story of Brian Taylor, who was a can't miss pitcher in the Yankees organization until he got into that bar fight. I'm not saying that's what the, anything can happen. Anything can happen, but. Devers has happened. Bogarts has happened. Mookie Betts happened. Benintendi, okay. Benintendi, okay. You can see you. That was the one you'd say, hey, ever, all of them aren't going to work out. Make them beneficial to Kansas City. Kansas City could probably get more for what they want. He he probably goes and plays for the Yankees for a little bit, then figures out something else after that. But now you're looking at the Mookie deal. You're like. So what came back from that? Yeah. And then well, what do you do? What do you do moving on forward? I mean, in the All-Star game, you had four of your former prospects who played on this team, won World Series in the game, and next year those same four may be in the World Series, all playing for different teams. And that would be absolutely pathetic. Pathetic. Like Kyle just said, he's 27 years old. If you start having people that think, I mean, my God, you don't even have last names on the backs. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know it's part of tradition, but it, you know, I mean, in, in this age of phones, you know, hey, just go ahead and look up to see who number two is. I won't even get into the controversy of like if Xander's gone and the number two becomes available and there becomes a mini tug of war, does that number get retired when it wasn't a retirable number when they played? 
but what they mean to the franchise as they passed away last year and a kid named Jeter wants to wear number two. I'm sorry. I watch a lot of soap operas. I could see this coming. I see that train coming down the track. So, yeah, if you think Xander getting gone, that will kind of end like one drama. Oh, no, it starts another one. Because somebody wants to wear that number two. And I'm sure there are some people who say they want that number two up there. Up there. And not because of the playing days, but because of what they mean. I mean, Red Sox Nation, hello. It's like almost like a trademark. So the Red Sox going into the second half of the season, starting with Toronto. I, I remember last month when I looked at the schedule, and I try not to do the schedule too much. You know, the Red Sox did what they were supposed to do back in June, was beat up on the bad teams. They beat up on the bad teams. That's what you're supposed to do. But I said, look, your whole marbles are going to be defined between, I think it was like July 7th through the All-Star break. And we all saw what happened. And it doesn't look pretty because it picks up with Toronto tomorrow. And Baltimore is only a game behind. This is, this is, and you, and you want to get rid of both stars potentially? Let them go. I feel for the fan base. I really do. I really, really do. Even in some of those losing seasons, if you're of, 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 a, of a certain age, some of those teams, you know, like the Carl Everett days, you know, like, wow. But you did have Pedro Martinez on the team. You know, it'd be like Pedro was here, despite Carl Everett was supposed to be like this big thing, you know. And Mo Vaughn and all those, all those years where they didn't win, you had somebody here. Now you're getting ready to see nobody here and no winning. All right, we wrap up the show next here. KJ Late Night, WEEI. Thank you so much for hanging out. Yeah. Clapton is gone. After midnight. Yeah. All hang out. Late night, W-E-E-I with KJ. Thank you so much for spending the evening with I. If you missed, Kyler Murray got $46 million AAV, second only to Aaron Rodgers, 50 a year, and welcome to the slow walk towards Mac Jones getting $40 million. It's going to happen. Don't think the hometown discount's going to work. $230.5 million, million, million dollars. Yeah, oh, for, that's for all my Houston folks right there who like it chopped and screwed right there, right? Shout out to Houston. Yeah. Yeah, it's just going to be absolutely fascinating. Uh, Grant Williams of the Celtics on the Duncan Robinson podcast. They should call it, If a Tree Falls in the Woods, Who Listens to Two Guys Who Did Nothing in the Playoffs? I got on about how, like, just some of these guys now, man. I get it. You're trying to set up for your future. But realize God has blessed you with the talent that 99% of the world can't do. Just continue to be good at it or hire writers, uh, and also with the Red Sox. What's going on with them? Um, look, I cannot find the I hate my phone for this. Like, I have everything on my phone. Like, don't laugh, but scrolling through trying to find the picture of me with the Red Sox blanket my mom made for me, there's a picture of me standing up and holding it. I'm just quickly scrolling through my pictures. I realized I had some type of meme of former New York Congressman Anthony Weiner with his shirt off. And I also found a picture of my child pushing a, a cart in the grocery store with red rolling rock beer in it. Like, something's wrong with me. Well, I would have told you that already. So, eventually I have it up there. Okay. Uh, Joe, let's get to a couple of calls here. First, let's get to uh, Randy uh, regarding Belichick and his coordinators. Hey, thank you for taking my call. First time yeah. caller. 
Thank you so much. Um, thank you. No problem. Back back in March, the NFL announced that they would they were going to require um, assistant coaches to be either minority or female. It's after that that Belichick came out and said he's not going to name any coordinators. I'm not saying he's prejudiced. I'm saying I just wonder if he doesn't like being told who's going to be his coaches. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah, I don't. If there was no precedent for him doing it, then you would wonder, like, okay, Bill, you've always had an offensive coordinator, and now with this new rule in place, you haven't. I go back to his first four years in Cleveland. He didn't have a named offensive coordinator. Nick Saban was always the defensive coordinator, but they didn't have an offensive coordinator until Steve Crosby became the coordinator in year five, and then they sold the team, and they all disappeared. All right, let's go to David in North Providence. says that Jared, uh, Jared Duran should be part of some uh, some type of – it should be traded as well. Uh, go ahead, man. You're on the air. Well, I got two things to say. Number one, you have to sign Devers, and they have to sign Bogarts. I mean, I would think I would, I would never say this, but I'm 65 years old. I've seen this team since 67. Kyle Stremski, David Ortiz, Manny Ramirez, and now Devers. He's not as good as them – but you know what? Someday he will. In the modern in, 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 in the modern game, he is right. The ballparks are bigger than they yeah. were in '67. You had less uh, you had less ex- less expansion teams in there, so there was be- you know there was better pitching. Uh, so you know, I don't think we'll see. You might see. I don't think you'll you'll see more guys hit over 500 home runs. The 500 home runs just won't mean as much. You'll see less guys probably get 3,000 hits. This kid is a bona fide pressure hitter. I've seen it. He's proved it. Give this kid the money and give Bogarts, both of them, six-year contracts. But as far as Jaron Duran, this kid has speed. He cannot play the outfield. You guys have seen it. He belongs back in AAA. So I don't know where they're getting off by saying this kid is going to be a star. I can't wait for Hernandez to come back. Thanks so I much for the call. Yeah, I, you know, with, with, I mean, again, this is what happens when you play the prospect game, right? When you play with a lot of prospects, they may stay prospects their whole entire career. But when you have guys that have proven themselves and have grown and to be fully grown vegetation out of the ground, <laughs> pluck those and take them to market and show folks what you can grow and what you got. And they got something endeavors. Bogarts as well. But at least I have a level of understanding about what you're going to do with Bogarts. Joe, would you believe, literally as the outro music starts, I have found the picture. <laughs> so timing, set, man. Timing. Time, timing is everything. I think it was that last call that helped me find that picture. So to Joe Braverman, thank you so much, so much, bro, for, for your work tonight. And if you see the picture right now, you'll see the incredible work my mom did, all hand-stitched with my initials, KJ, with a baseball. That's a mini plastic baseball in between my letters of my name. You see it right now on your phone? That is amazing. That's a great picture. There you go. So share it to WEEI. Why not? Let people see it there at KJ Carson Twitter. Of course, at WEEI. Have a wonderful night. Talk to you again Sunday morning. KJ and Dondero, 9 to 11. Peace. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.